0: Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace,
1: and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. Last episode was about magic. Yes. Super exciting. Yes. Finally. Finally. But as you said in episode one, this is the season about magic. So I can't Yay. be surprised. Okay. But I'm glad I, I set you up well there. Thanks, <laughs> thanks. But I want more. First question I have, what do we need to actually practice magic, to have the ability to practice magic?
0: Okay. I do. I think it's funny that this was not in the previous episode. It was almost as if we had to understand the benefits of magic.
1: Yeah, so and get some of the cor-
0: yeah. And some of the cornerstones. I mean, usually like, I mean, is guidance always about the carrot? I don't yeah, know, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guidance
1: always about the here's one level, here's two level, and here's where we bring it together. But saying that, I have to say one of the big things about last episode that really got me thinking was how much the stuff we learned at our karma. Then a theory gets applied when we're out of it. So, for example, mm-hmm. the stuff yeah. we spoke about purpose and service, yes, really applies to magic in an entirely different way. Well, but we can apply, apply magic
0: to that, yeah, right. I think it's actually kind of an inverse process, but yeah. yes, exactly, and yeah. it does tie together, which yeah. is the beauty of this work and how yeah. it's kind of unfolded, really, you know, quite yeah. organically. Yeah. So now we get some so we kind of understood magic in sort of a foundational way, right? These are the components of magic and we've been building to that. Yeah. And so here we are episode five. And as we said, this would be like eight episodes. is foundation is magic foundation, right? Yeah. So to be able to practice magic, you need to have three things. And these are absolute, right? It's, it runs in your bloodline and you have to have the knowledge around the craft And you have to have power in order to enact your magic. So the potency of our magic depends on the fact that we have to have all three of these in place. If we do not, we cannot facilitate it. What does that mean? What do you mean by that? It has to be in your family history. As in, it has to be in your genes that you had a witch or a warlock or somebody who has the capacity to practice magic. Okay. In your family line. And it has to come directly almost always through the mother's line.
1: Okay. Mm -hmm. So if you have a warlock, Mm -hmm. that's through the father's line.
0: No. So a woman can birth a warlock. Okay. As in a male witch, right? Okay, yeah. So that will still come through the maternal line.
1: Okay. So that's it could be your father, but it will be coming from your father's mother.
0: Yes, exactly. Okay. Do, and it does not run through the male line at all,
1: the paternal line.
0: So, okay. So say you birth, sorry, I don't mean to make this confusing.
1: No, no, no. It's just all of a sudden I'm like thinking about like, <laughs> like family trees and it's I know. Uh, lost me in yeah. my head. Let,
0: Let's not focus on the family tree because even yeah. my brain was trying to like go yeah. there. Like suddenly I was seeing branches and I was like, yeah. just stop it. It's like too much, right? Yeah. So, so say a woman births a son. Yeah. Who has that much power.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Because they have all three things that it runs that strong in their bloodline that a male inherits. Okay. And has a, and so he is a warlock effectively. Yeah. Now, would that child then when they became an adult give birth to a witch or warlock? No, that would depend entirely on the maternal line of the person that he parents with.
1: Okay, Fine. Yeah. But if you had a warlock and a witch mm-hmm. giving birth to one child that child's going to be fucking powerful.
0: Yeah, but not necessarily any more powerful than one who only has one witch or you know one witch yeah. as a parent. That's okay, not necessarily fine. the case. Okay. Ranty. But it might be that their gifts are a bit more expanded. If so say that the witch and warlock, I mean I really feel like we're like talking about a
1: storybook. It's I, know, like hilarious. I know I know I'm like I'm like all right and then kids. Harry Potter says what? You
0: know? <laughs> <laughs> Go on. <laughs> but this is important. Again, everything we talk about is foundational. So we'll all figure out how the, how the how the pieces fit. So say one of the gifts is really, for instance, and this is just not, I'm just making the shit up, people, is sight, right? It's just this, like, I can see X, Y, Z things. And I just know that to my core. And I live according to that. Now, a warlock will be able to often bring forward the future that they see because of their level of power. So when it comes to witches, their power is expressed often internally or through the craft itself.
1: So they both just have different things.
0: Very different exp- like different, different ways in which they are able to express their power.
1: Okay. All right.
0: And that's all it is. It's not like one is greater than the other. It's just different. Okay. And of course, you know, a soul will choose the way in which they come through. Yeah. Knowing full well
1: what that means and how they'll best express themselves. So it's a bit like when I go to choose a car, I choose the convertible because I like the roof down, but someone else might choose the four-seater because they want to fit more people in it. That's how you choose. Effectively, it's like when you're choosing how you come into body, you're like, well, this is the car I'm going to choose.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Okay, fine. Yeah, because this is going to
0: enable my journey, like the best possible journey I can have. Great metaphor.
1: Thanks. Yes. (laughs) So you can only practice magic if one of your parents was a witch? Yes. Yes. And how many of those are there?
0: There are more than people realize. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. But fewer than those who are actually practicing it publicly. Which, by the way, all humans, like, because we're all the divine, we all have gifts, right? So this is not to be confused with, you know, this kind of
1: like... Because it kind of feels a bit separation-y. It is.
0: It is. And it's really not the point. We're trying to unpack a lot of the stories... And belief systems that had developed around witchcraft that we referred to in the previous episode, like all the lore, right? And sort of like all the falsehoods that have developed over these many centuries and these thousands of years.
1: But we all have gifts.
0: Yeah, everyone's got a gift. And everyone has the capacity and the potential to expand them and grow them. So it might just be that for somebody who is somebody quote-unquote normal, whatever you want to call them, just your normal person is with somebody who has a bunch of gifts, it might be that they'll find themselves expand in different ways.
1: But that's if they choose it. This is no bearing on magic in 5D magic? No. Okay. So this is just more kind of like what we know of magic now and let's correct. Exactly. Let's correct what's out there.
0: Because you're going to see, and I'm sure you've begun to see already, but we're going to see the word magic out there more and more yeah. I mean witch talk already exists and those accounts you know throughout social media have yeah because more people are in them the
1: more they're looking for literally a magic wand to make them feel better literally the magic wand and I was
0: like it's not magic it's consciousness <laughs> but it's important to understand the distinction
1: what is because the distinction between consciousness and magic? You need
0: consciousness to have magic. Mm. But magic is not consciousness.
1: Consciousness effectively is just your physical, mental, and emotional bodies are aligned. So how you feel, how you think, and how you act are in alignment to each other yes. in your in your choices. Exactly. Simple as. Yes. Right? We can all get behind that. Yeah. Higher consciousness mm-hmm. is when your spiritual body is also aligned. Yes. And that is effectively understanding that we are a part of something bigger. When you're making conscious choices, mm-hmm. which when we follow our heart and it looks crazy, are normally higher conscious choices. Yeah. We're actually coming out of our karma and realizing how powerful we are.
0: Very well said. And as we've said before, we would just love to see the world get to consciousness.
1: Yeah. Like in this
0: lifetime, if we all can just get to consciousness, we'd be winning, right? exactly. And so when I see the magic word, the M word thrown around, I start to kind of get, uh, you know, we're always kind of putting the cart before the
1: horse. Yeah, because actually when we're talking about you do that to get through your karma, you're reclaiming your power. Mm -hmm. All we're doing magic is just what you do with that power. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. And if you're looking to magic to save you, you are not in your power.
1: So anyway, that's bloodline. Yeah, bloodline. Bloodline and tangents. (laughs) Um, Number two, knowledge. What do you mean by that? Knowledge is the
0: knowledge around a particular craft. Okay. Okay. You need some sort of knowledge base. It, It could be inherited. Either you learned it directly from your mother. It could just be some family practice that got passed down and you have no idea why you do X, Y, Z things on X, Y, Z days of the month. It could be a lot of different ways in which it was practiced Mm. or enacted or a ritual. It is a particular belief system that is passed down through the family that has nothing to do with religion but has a mystical component. And by mystical, we do not mean superstitious. And what that effectively does then is imbue the next generation with a very strong sense and knowing of the divine. And not just the divine, as in the divine exists, but I am divine. I'm born of the divine. I am divine.
1: Okay.
0: And that leads us to number three. That makes me fucking powerful. Do you see how the three actually go together? Oh, now it
1: makes sense. So when you talk about three, power, it's really just the knowing that you are powerful.
0: It is that really deep, deep, deep knowing. Not just the, like, I always knew there was something. It's this, this profoundly deep knowing.
1: And can that be learned? Or embrace, no. or is just you have it? A
0: you have it, or you do not. And it could be among siblings, because I mean, it's
1: almost like as if like
0: they have one child, that one child is, and the other children do not have okay. any. And it's often because the soul chose not to.
1: Because they could have.
0: Because they could have. They yeah. would have had the capacity.
1: Yeah.
0: Or it could be that there was a moment in which a soul, for one reason or another, and it could be because of the parent, that they lost it. It is possible to surrender the gift. Okay. That is really important to understand that too.
1: So witchcraft isn't like oh it's the full moon so now I must do like a special ritual for the next month. No. It's not necessarily that. No, not at all. Does it still stand even though the fire doesn't do anything specific or the moon doesn't do anything specific or any of those things do nothing specific as mm-hmm. a you know general to all witches. Yeah. If for you, mm-hmm. it makes you feel powerful. Yes. Then it then it's, it matters to you only.
0: Exactly. If so it's that up is to p- us to create
1: our own unique rituals because of our uniqueness.
0: Precisely. If that is part of your craft as a witch, more power to you. And yeah. I mean that sincerely. More power to you. Because we're not here to diminish or knock any of that. When you're doing the thing that you know... Is best for you and yeah. your craft, and, and your also because you're allowing
1: yourself to evolve out of it as well, right? So there was a period of my time where mm-hmm. I did something, and now I'm like, oh, I don't need to do that anymore,
0: right? But a lot of that was born out of superstition. What yeah. we're talking about now is stuff that, yes, it, the more that they continue, they wouldn't yeah. necessarily evolve out of it. Yeah. It will actually just be. It'll probably just get stronger and stronger. Yeah, because. More than likely, that's the thing that they're always going to do.
1: Yeah.
0: But the reality is that um, a true, and I'm going to have to use this term, a true witch or warlock cannot possibly really share their knowledge publicly. It's not a thing.
1: Okay, why?
0: Because it's important to protect your craft. There's so much to witchcraft and knowledge of any craft that does not belong in the public sphere for consumption because it dilutes the potency.
1: Yeah. Your specific, if I share it with you, that dilutes my potency or it dilutes the potency?
0: The potency of the work, not your potency because you're not potent. You, it's your power. Okay. Right? And we're not giving away our power.
1: No, no, never. No. Yeah. But the
0: work well, we, itself. we can, but <laughs> <laughs> one
1: hundred. We're not doing that. Yeah, we're trying hard. <laughs>
0: we're, we're we're season eight. We're not giving away our power No, no, anymore, yeah. Right? Yeah. We're not in our karma. Yeah. But the potency of the work gets lost.
1: Okay. Yeah. Because part of it is it needs to be adapted to the individual, and only the individual can do that.
0: That, exactly, and the intention behind it. The intention behind any sort of witchcraft or spell has so much to do with change, right? The power to create. Fundamental principle of magic is to create change, right? That is the only thing that is magic.
1: So... Create change, the Okay
0: right? It's the power to create. Yeah. Yeah. And what do we do? We want to create some change. We want to be able to bring forth something that does not exist in the material world, right? And so to do that, we have to exercise our power to create. So if you're going around sharing one of your processes, whatever your magic is for, what does that do for the person who's actually going to take that and apply it to themselves? It doesn't work. It's not theirs. Maybe it'll work a little bit because those particular words or that particular practice is imbued with your energy enough to make that work. But again, we go back to the previous episode about our point of essence. Everything that comes through us is marked with our imprint, right? It all carries our watermark, if you will, like on a photo. So whatever we are bringing forth through us, whatever has our imprint will always have our imprint. So any kind of spell, ritual, pondering practice any of that is always going to have our energy so if we're giving away our craft and just sharing it randomly then that is always going to dilute the practice because it's not us
1: okay the practice for other people but it won't it won't dilute our own practice ourselves it would just be more like oh i don't know why it's not working for you because it always works for me yeah it's that it's that Okay. It's that, which is really interesting. That is, it makes also a lot of sense. It does. Which is why the whole first seven seasons were all about listen to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> because that's why. And that's mm-hmm. why we haven't been saying this is how you go through your karma. Yeah. And we've only said listen to your heart and follow it. Because mm-hmm. actually I can't tell you whether or not to text the dude or to yeah. quit the job. I can only tell you, and and what worked for me may not work for you because Mm -hmm. it might go against what makes sense for you, but you know what it is. Exactly. That makes a lot of sense. Exactly. So then what is the point of magic if not everyone can do it, only people who have it in their bloodline? Because then surely we just went from everyone listen to karma to a very limited audience (laughs) season A, which kind of (laughs) sucks.
0: Well, as we said in the previous episode, anyone in 5D can facilitate magic. Okay,
1: so you don't have to be a witch anymore. So that whole bloodline knowledge power thing was a 3D situation. No, it's
0: still going to be very true in 5D. But
1: But again, it's it's only
0: going to be, it's going to be more open and it's going to really apply to those it actually applies to. Whether you're 3D or 5D being, if you're a witch, you're a witch. Fine. If you're a warlock, you're a warlock. You fulfill those three absolute terms, Yeah, you're always going to be that. Yeah. But if you are a 5D being without any of those three components, yeah. it's fine. You can still practice magic fine. in 5D. A 5D witch is going to see their power multiply. It would be fivefold. That's how magnified it becomes.
1: When? How long does it take? <laughs>
0: as long as it took for karma just give it time again what we talked about how you know your your post karma reality mirrors your karmic reality until more and more you you move away from it right and you burn the house down and everything starts to look different well your magical world is very similar right it's like little things and then it can expand yeah but
1: once you get to that five times it can still keep going right
0: yeah i mean you still have to live in body on this yeah. earth plane, right? I mean, yeah. we're not going to go around just like floating in the air because <laughs> like we're so amazing. Yeah. You just you just get to be a really expanded individual. As I said yesterday when we were on the phone, magic is actually an expression of your being. It's not a tool that we sort of pick up and put down. It's not like a light switch you turn on and off. It just is. It's
1: part of who you are. Yeah. Okay. yeah.
0: And just knowing that it's there that, you know, you can just implemented if you will yeah. so, what so this episode really is for even the non-witches out there that's what because... i'm checking
1: because i'm a bit like okay and also yeah. this season and the books and this whole the m in our in our name yeah like what is like it's, it can't just be about bloodline etc no has no to it's be not moral.
0: it's because as we said in the previous episode Anyone who's in 5D can practice magic and that ability will get stronger and stronger the more in 5D one becomes, right? And we need this because the generations who will who will begin to be born into this world. Yes, I did say that correctly. Who are going to begin to be born into this world which means they do not yet exist. There aren't there isn't a single one who has incarnated and this will be from 2028. They will be able to practice magic. Okay. And I mean like all of these souls coming through, right? And that's because they're going to be full five D beings. Okay. Yeah. And so, what are they going to do if they don't have more community for them, right? To tap into and to also support parents them. who
1: can teach them, because as you just said, you can give it away if because of a parent, like you can surrender it. Yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. But. I guess because, you know, as you were saying earlier, that magic is becoming a lot more in people's consciousness. And then it's probably because I think, is it because we can all practice magic, we just have to be in 5D first.
0: Yeah. And the fact that that awareness is surfacing, and this is the one thing that I will say is the positive of this sort of ubiquity about magic over social media is that, It is becoming a very acceptable term. And witchcraft is not something that people are being killed for anymore, Mm -hmm. right? It's actually kind of cool if you can go around and be able to swing a pendulum, yeah? People are going to think, oh my God, that's amazing. As opposed to, oh my God, witch, you burn, (laughs) like, go die. And so that's nice. But it just can't be confused with or be a substitute for one's own power. When these future generations come through with full divine knowing and full divine mantling, they won't need any of that. We've always said it's because they can just own their power and just express it. Yeah. And we have to be able to get there in order to support them okay. or it will all be meaningless. Yeah. Mm. But that's how this all ties in is to like, none of this matters. A lot of these old crafts, we will have no need for it because we will know ourselves well enough.
1: Mm. We will we don't recognize. need someone else to tell us who we are.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: So we really do. Those who have the capacity to to practice witchcraft in any which way have to step up and start doing so.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It has to become weirdly because we're saying how it's become so mainstream. That's the problem. But it has to become a bit more
1: mainstream. But mainstream,
0: personal. but in a different, for a different reason, and in a different way.
1: It's like I don't. Basically, I don't. We all shower. But I don't have to, I don't ever sit down and tell someone exactly what I do in the shower. We just all shower. <laughs> or
0: the order in which you, you know. Yeah, you yeah exactly. Do, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah.
1: what products are you, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's kind of the same thing. As in, it's just something that's very known. Like mm-hmm. as in something that we all do in one way or another. Yeah. But we don't feel the need to share exactly how we do it. No. No. I mean, unless you're teaching kids, this is how you wash your hair. I don't sit and talk to my friends and go, well, the first I wash my underarms and then I, we don't do it. <laughs> you know? Wet
0: my hair. Yeah,
1: it's all about my hair. I do talk about what I do with my hair, but people are genuinely interested. So, or so I tell myself. So then, what is the link then between magic and purpose? Okay, well, you can have a purpose led life without the magic led life, right?
0: And coming out of your karma, purpose is key. As we've always said, it is really the most important way in which one can enact and realize their power. Mm. Because if we go purpose, you know, we could kill our karma and, you know, go through the ritual of divesting ourselves of our fear and burning out our ego. But where does that leave us if Mm. we do not have a sense of purpose? I mean, then there's no point to our existence. Yeah. Yeah. So purpose is what grounds us in this human world and keeps us going towards our ultimate goal, which is to evolve into 5D. Yeah. Yeah. So magic, again, is the purpose enhancer, which is what's really beautiful about magic, is that if you are leading a purpose-led life, the magic is just like the extras. It's the whipped cream on your latte, you know? It's, I don't know, the extra sprinkles on on your ice cream. But what happens then is that the more magic you practice... The more your purpose becomes magnified in a way that while you might have experienced like minimal success or minimal whatever, and it's enough, the more magic we use, and the more, so which then expands us, and the more that magnifies our purpose, the more we can then realize the larger framework of our fate. Okay this was a bit of a curveball yeah and i'm really sorry
1: okay i'm just confused go on
0: this is what enables the quantum leaping raya
1: okay okay
0: so as you've mentioned that there are people out there who talk about quantum leaping and claim that they can quantum leap and we have explained that they are not they cannot you have to be an incredibly powerful magical being and we don't mean to diminish people's desire to want to serve god and exercise their divinity but often they're
1: really just trying to run away from that shit
0: not just that, but they're taking massive unnecessary leaps like it's not good you know it's it's the it's the ego it's the ego driven bit of for most of them or all all of them to be fair it's a lot of it's the ego driven bit of like i'm more powerful than you because i can do this yeah i know more than you because i understand this so Mm. let me just prove that by saying I can do that, when reality is now, right? We wanna, we, we it's wanna. It's actually
1: kind of- quantum leaping, from what I understand, it sounds a lot like gratitude. <laughs> no, I'm honest, like, like Possibly. you wake up, I'm gonna wake up in my best version, then you look all day looking for all the best bits of your day, and you're like, yeah, I had a great day, and quantum leaping works. <laughs> sounds a bit like. Anyway, go on. We
0: talk about fate. Just to sum it up, fate is the really big tapestry of our lives
1: we've spoken about this in many episodes yes going, yeah. right
0: so i don't even really want to just for anybody who's just joining us now just imagine just a huge tapestry you know all these like lines and pathways with on like that are on this tapestry pretty much represent a lot of the choices that we make throughout our lives right Yeah. and when we are no longer in our karma when we've you know burned out our ego, et cetera, we get to avail ourselves of more of this tapestry than we ever could when we were in our karma. So a lot of opportunities open up, right? And there are areas in your fate that you cannot reach because of your limited human existence. Like when you designed this fate as a soul, it was like, well, wouldn't it be great if? So there's a lot of ifs, if and whens, written within the fate. But those depend a lot on a lot on all the choices we make from the time we are born so if we are born into lives in which we cannot exercise choice when choices are made for us right when we are just blindly following along just kind of tripping over ourselves or never really exercising our power we're only living within a really tiny fragment of that tapestry so if we're not divesting ourselves of our karma and burning out our ego until later in life, there is a huge amount of that tapestry that we have not realized. We can't even begin to imagine what that even starts to look like, right? Now, magic is actually the tool, and I get to use the word tool, but it is the practice that can get us to parts of our fate that we could not otherwise reach.
1: Because it's so far away.
0: Yes, and that is called quantum leaping. Okay. Why is it quantum leaping? It's because there are very particular pathways that if we make certain choices at a particular time, now these are very specific things we're saying because in the specificity of a time, like so it would be, for example, Ram, Saturday, I don't know, no, whatever day is like September 19th, but at 11.08 a.m., You make a certain choice, right? Now, for some reason, that choice at that particular time, and of course, and that choice has to be to your benefit, right? And I don't mean like a selfish thing. I just mean to your betterment that is hugely beneficial. That has to do with your purpose because your purpose is also divine led. So the fact that it is fully aligned from you and the divine At that particular hour, which is exercising your power, probably at its utmost, somehow gets transmitted as you're exercising magic and helps you leap onto a pathway that could not have otherwise been available to you. And once you were on that pathway, you get more possibilities. Okay. Yeah? So the more magic, the more pathways, the more choices... The more of that tapestry you get to traverse. Okay. Now imagine if you were born from 2028 onward, that that fate tapestry is much clearer to you because you didn't have any bullshit keeping you down.
1: I'm a bit jealous. Go on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you didn't. You weren't born to parents stuck in their karma, right? You were born into a particular area of the world that perhaps
1: was also not stuck in its karma.
0: Well. I would say almost every place has a bit of karma, but maybe for you less so where you weren't experiencing it or, I mean, cause you could be in a place with karma, but it could just be that in your own, in your own home, in your own town, in your own village, in your own community, people were quite enlightened. Yeah. So you can imagine the amount of power that, it, that individual has that they can start traveling that and traversing that tapestry. Yeah. That is effectively what quantum leaping is.
1: So can you go like all jotted around?
0: Mm, Yes, to a degree. Because you you, this is the one caveat, I guess, with all of this is that you cannot do anything that would run against your purpose. So you, you know, you might want to run around, which is you, because you're like, I want the freedom to do everything. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) that's what what I'm doing. Exactly. And the answer is yes, but you might hit walls. Like, oh yeah, this was really fun to do, but, you know, mm, that didn't really get me exactly where. So I'm going to have to like find another way to get, to do what I got to do. And
1: magic will help you find the other way. Yeah.
0: It is the way to get you through.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so, okay. So we're slowly teaching like what magic is and what it is not.
0: And how it benefits us um, when it comes to our purpose. All right. Because you can't do it unless you're a 5D being. Full stop. Full stop. I mean, whatever is taught in three D is just going to be tainted with our with
1: uh, with our you know clarity. with our own
0: bullshit. You know, if we're if we have karma, if we carry any of that core fear that we are not good enough, if any of our ego is informing it, that's what you get over social media. That's what you're getting with because all because the... It's
1: external rather than internal.
0: Exactly. Okay, yeah. so
1: my final question, and I guess I've asked this before, but maybe I should have asked this at the beginning. <laughs> How do you know if you're a 5D being?
0: How ready are you to live in this world? Are you waking up every day feeling joy and excitement? Not scared of the possibilities? Are you running toward them? Are you running away from them? Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta.
1: And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.